1: evening everyone and welcome welcome to the show I am Eileen the heart healer and it is my joy to share this time with you every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time here on blog talk radio and so this week I don't know about you but it's been a very emotionally challenging week for me and hence the reason for our subject tonight, um, why do our loved ones die? And a lot of people don't like to talk about death and dying and grieving and what that feels like and, and why we go through it. And are there ways to go through it that add some grace and ease to the process? and, So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. I mentioned last Sunday that Rosemarie would be with us tonight as the eclipse season is on its way. You know, our eclipse season is twice a year around this time and then six months from now. And unfortunately, Rosemarie is um, down with the flu. So she is unable to join us tonight, but we're going to we're going to target next Sunday for her. Um, you can put this down on your calendar that the next solar eclipse is April 20th and the next lunar eclipse is May 5. This is always a very potent time energetically. It can be very energizing. It can be very depressing and challenging depending upon where the eclipses fall on your astrological chart. So join us next Sunday, and hopefully Rosemary will be feeling up to it, and we will get started on talking about the eclipse season and what you can do to support yourself to move through this time feeling empowered and with as much grace and ease as you can. So that I wanted to share with you. And um, our next new moon clearing is on April 14, and we're on April 2nd. So that's almost a couple of weeks away. It's always at 12 p.m. Eastern time. The call is recorded so that you can, if you register, if you've not done that before, You can listen to the replay for almost a week. I usually schedule the uh, clearing calls for about a week prior to the day of the new moon so that you have time to do this clearing process as many times as you feel inspired to do so. So that on the day of the new moon, you are so clear in both your energy field as well as your intentions and how to language your intentions as well as your Ho'oponopono cleaning statements to support manifesting your heart's desires. And so I, I invite you, if you've never registered, the link to register is in the show description. Or you're always welcome to go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. And you'll see a link in the menu, depending upon how you're looking at the website, whether you're on a a smart device or you're on your computer. Um, You'll see a link there on the menu to connect to that page. And all you have to do is register. It's a gift from my heart to yours. And you are welcome to join us each month. And then, of course, if you're a member of the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community, you get to listen to these clearing um, meditations whenever you want, because it's just an added bonus for your membership in the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community. All right. So why do our loved ones die? Well, you, you know that the answer to that question is that I really don't know the why we die. I just know that it's part of how we exist in this third dimensional reality and that it's part of the human experience. When we live in a linear thinking reality, and what I mean by that is that there is linear time. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end to things then as long as we believe in that and it's part of the construct in our human journey, then we will be born into this life. We will live this life and we will transition out of this life where we go, where we come from. That's your personal spiritual beliefs that define it. And so, I have a broader spiritual belief, although I was raised Jewish and conservative Jewish. Um, I'm familiar with ritual. I'm familiar with a lot, but it's not the core of my beliefs. My beliefs are very spiritual in orientation. I believe in a divine loving presence that we are all a part of and that we return to when we are finished with our human experience. I believe in multiple lifetimes. Not everybody does. Um, I believe that we live a lifetime for a purpose, that we come in with intentions for what we are here to learn, what we are here to experience. And we make these choices, these spiritual contracts, with others before we come into the human body. So the choices that we make to set our human journey um, in its beginning are not made as human beings. And I think that it's important that we recognize that if you're new to awakening to spiritual ideas and beliefs, then it might be comforting for you to know that you chose your time of being born and who you were being born through and that agreements were made before you came in as to how that human life was going to begin. But once we come into the body, once we take that first breath, we are here in what is referred to as a free will dimension. And so, every choice that we make defines our journey. And so the more consciously we can make choices, the more empowered we are to help ourselves to define the experience that we're having. And the more lovingly we make those choices, the more lovingly we experience our lives, the more love we bring to us. It's as simple as that. We attract who we're being, right? We just attract who we're being. And so much of who we're being, based on Ho'oponopono, the ancient Hawaiian problem-solving process, is happening in the subconscious mind, and we're not consciously aware of it. So where we may not be able to, quote-unquote, control every experience that we are surrounded by, that we are invited into, shall we say, right? What we do get to choose is who we are being in the experience. Our human conscious choice to me is our greatest superhuman power. How we make those choices and from where, from what place of beingness we make them, makes all the difference in the world. If we make all of our choices from a left-brain intellectual perspective and we ask for no input from our spirit, from our wisdom, our intuition, our inner knowing, then that will create one scenario of experiences. If, on the other hand, we make a decision based on not just the intellect, which is part of our human um, experience. Therefore, it is purposeful to have intellect, to use that left brain logical mind to gather data, to analyze it, to assess it. But when it comes to making a choice, it is always best to bring all the data into our heart center and see how it feels from that place of being and then make a conscious choice. And so where we may not choose when our dear friends and family and people that we care about, people that we don't even know, but that their lives in some way have impacted our hearts. When, when we lose that human connection, The grieving process begins, and for some that grieving process begins long before someone has transitioned to spirit or died. For anyone that has had a life-threatening disease or someone in the family, oftentimes we grieve the loss of that person before they're even gone because we know it's coming. And then there are those situations like I experienced this week when a very dear friend transitioned to spirit rather unexpectedly. And the opportunities to say goodbye were not there. The opportunities to offer comfort more than in a very limited way were not there for me. And that happens to all of us from time to time. And so it sometimes makes it even more difficult to move through that experience of grieving. We can oftentimes get stuck in the process with the emotions that are coming up for us. But being through this, the last few days, this experience of hundreds of people who did not know that a mutual friend had died, when I posted on Facebook to let people know over five hundred comments on the post, she was beloved. She had a heart as big as the world. she loved rescuing animals and creatures. She was always the person that would leave you a meal at your garage door or at your front door and say, look at your front door, there's something there for you, because you weren't feeling well, or maybe you were a little sad or down. And she would always have something kind to say, or something little to give you, just to let you know that you were special to her. She had friends around the world, and she loved people. Her name was Tina. And I share this with you because I am so aware of how so many people are struggling right now and because my struggle is so recent I want you to know you're not alone in this experience of grieving and when you go through grieving all of the grieving and losses that you've had prior to the most current one will be triggered and so sometimes the amount of emotion that comes up for the the grieving of someone or when you hear of someone who has transitioned to spirit and perhaps it wasn't someone you were terribly close with and yet you're experiencing all of this sadness and emotions that are just so um so large so expanded and you keep asking yourself this is silly why am i feeling this way and the reason that you feel that way is because all your other losses are being triggered at the same time. And grieving is circular, my friends. And what I mean by that is you can be anywhere on the emotional circle of grieving at any given moment in time. It doesn't matter how many moments or years have passed since you experienced a significant loss. 10 years, 20 years later, You could be on that part of the grieving circle where it feels like they just passed. And it makes no sense to you why you're feeling such an extreme amount of emotion. It's been 20 years. But that's how grieving works. And so, The more loving, the more kind that you can be with yourself as you move through these types of experiences, the better it is, the more grace that you'll have to actually move through the experience rather than staying very attached to all of the emotions that don't feel good. But remember, our emotions are just energy their energy that helps us to define how we are who we are being and how we are experiencing anything in life without our emotions we would have not a clue that we're joyful that we're in love that we're sad that we're frightened so if we can look at our emotions as friends as pieces of information that are helping us to define a moment so that we can make a conscious choice for ourselves as to how to be in that moment. The more loving we can be, the easier it is to move through it. And so why do our loved ones die? Because it's part of the construct that we've chosen to live in as human beings. The timing of it when we love someone is never convenient It's never the right time. It's always too soon. But for the person who has transitioned, it is their time, even if it seems that it is precipitous, especially when a child dies because of violence, because of a shooting at a school or someplace else. We judge that with so much anger and so much fear. But the truth is, in my belief, all these contracts that these children, when they were in spirit made, were in design to help humanity to come home to their heart. For those whose families are connected to these children, my heart of love surrounds you. But I trust and know that no life lost is purposeless. It's all purposeful. And when we can move into that place of understanding that, it helps us to be in the experience with less pain and more love for all concerned. So if you have righteous indignation about gun laws and people who abuse them, come from your heart to be with the people who have experienced violent deaths in their families so that more love can help them to heal. And if being active in changing gun laws speaks to you by all means do so but do so with a place of loving intention for the safety and well-being and existence of humanity rather than from a place of anger and fear to the greatest extent that you can for that will empower you and everyone else to be more successful in the endeavor Remember, my friends, we are here to remember how to be loving in who we're being in our relationship with ourselves first. Love thyself first. It's not selfish. It's not narcissistic. It's why we're here. And the more we hold that space of loving with ourselves, making loving choices along the way, asking ourselves, what's my most loving choice And doing that, the more we are in alignment with our soul's purpose for being here and the easier it is to be here. Because God only knows how challenging it can be. And you and I know as well. So, all right. Let me just take a sip of water and we'll begin with our callers tonight. Um, I see a caller from area code 916. If you would like to do a reading on air, just please press 1 on your phone. It will raise your hand in my studio and I will be happy to connect with you shortly. Alrighty, we're going to start with a conversation with Lisa Marie Who's calling from Connecticut? Good evening, Lisa Marie.
2: Hi, thank you so much for that little talk. We really needed it after this week.
1: Oh, you're welcome, honey. I'm grateful that it was meaningful to you in some way. How can I be of service to you tonight? What's going on?
2: I have a lot of things happening, none of them good, and I'm wondering what my guides or spirit or angels most want me to be doing or Okay. Not doing or whatever tell me tell me think. what it
1: centers yeah tell me what it centers around and let's see what comes through
2: um, I I may need open-heart surgery and I'm having a lot of tests this month and I also have a case for a dog bite to my face that is coming to a close and they're going to depose me and send me to a judge for a mediation and that'll I just don't like being put in this predicament okay still need surgery on my nose, which we can't decide what to do because it's collapsing. Okay. Okay.
1: What is it about what's going on with you that you want me to focus on? Um, what would help you well, the most um, right now?
2: I guess the heart surgery, if okay. I'm going to need it or not.
1: Okay, so you're not even sure if you're going to need it?
2: They've talked about a valve replacement, but they're going to do a lot of tests this month.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, So if you want me to ask, will you ultimately have this surgery, it feels very much like you will, and you will feel so much better afterwards. Do you, are you familiar with Lee Carroll, who is a channel for Kryon, K-R-Y-O-N? Do you, are you, have you heard of him or follow him at all? Never. So Cryon so is, is a, um, how best to describe this presence? He is, it is a spiritual presence, spirit presence, that Lee has been channeling for decades. Um, he, is, he is one of the, or the original channel, shall we say, for, for Lee Carroll. And you know, let me just do something real fast in the studio here. Okay. And he is having open heart surgery this month. And a lot of people were asking the question, you know, if you're so connected to Cryon and Cryon teaches us that we have the ability to heal ourselves. Right to speak with our innate, the part, that, a part of us that communicates with ourselves, why isn't he able to heal his heart so that he doesn't have to have surgery? So it comes up for me as I speak to you, Lisa Marie, because we often judge ourselves as to why am I going through this. And, and the truth is you're, you're never going to know the all of the why but some of the pieces of the why are fairly obvious, right? Clearly, you have had challenges in your life that have to do about love and being in loving relationship. Would that be a reasonable statement to make?
3: Oh, yes. Okay.
1: So it's a generalization, and yet... 99% 99% of the people that have open-heart surgery or have major challenges with their heart, because the heart and the heart center are all about love, and it's always about us with us first, that I can say to you with without without any hesitation that that's a big piece of this. And so whether you actually have the surgery or not, Beginning the process of feeling your heart center through how you are choosing to be in your relationship with yourself, is it's time to start that now. And it doesn't matter whether you have the surgery or you don't. That work still needs to be done, sweet lady. So I'm going to give you, you a ho'oponopono. You're welcome. I'm going to give you a ho'oponopono cleaning statement that you can consider thinking, writing, saying to yourself as often as you can remember. And it is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for my heartache on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you. You can look at uh, 30, I want to say actually it's 726, like about 26 to 30 minutes into the show for the recording of this, okay? Uh, if you didn't get you. all of it, right? Okay. And so you can use this, this cleaning statement format to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for, state the problem. The, the, the reason I'm having uh, tests on my heart. Uh, to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for any challenges that I'm having on the physical level with my heart. Same thing. All of the issues related to the dog bite. And in the moment in the moment when you're feeling whatever you're feeling that doesn't feel good right? To to whatever this is, whatever this feeling is, I love you, 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 I love you. I love you. Or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Every time you say I love you or thank you or the four phrases of I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, you are putting a message out to the universe, to your creator that says, I'm owning whatever's going on even though I don't have a clue the all of it. And please transmute all of what's connected to it, that I can be free, that I can be at peace.
2: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Right. And even
1: before you go into any court-related experiences, to whatever memories are in me that limit this experience from being loving, compassionate, and ending in an outcome that is favorable for me on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. Or just thank you.
2: Wow. I yeah. can feel that. Thank you. I can all of it. Thank you. My good, whole body just good.
1: Oh, I'm so grateful. Imagine how you're going to feel if you keep saying it. Keep saying it as often as you can think of it. Do it for maybe five to ten minutes at a time or whatever time frame you feel is comfortable for you several times a day. Start when you wake up in the morning before you even open your eyes. I'm so grateful to be alive. Thank you, Divine Creator, for transmuting all the memories that are the cause of a problem for me right now. I love you, 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 I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And get into the habit, because the more you say it, the more memories that are the source of the problem get cleaned, the more peace. Perfect. Thank you for blessing. Thank you so
2: much for the blessing. Thank you. God bless you.
1: You are so welcome, Lisa Marie. I am so grateful that you called tonight, and I'm grateful I decided to do the show because I wasn't going to. It truly has been a horrible, horribly sad week, and I didn't think I had it to do it tonight, but I'm so glad I'm here, and I'm so glad that you chose to call in and I could spend this time with you.
2: Okay? Well, you, just left, you just left a meal at my door in her memory, so I thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, honey.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You You take good care of you. And reach out to me if you need more support. You can always reach out to me through my website. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Blessings. Thank you. All right. I'm so grateful that she called. All right. We're going to get an update from Jay in Canada. All right, going all the way up to Canada. Good evening, Jay. Welcome. Good evening, Eileen. Heartfelt
4: hello to you down there. Thank
1: you. Thank you, sweet man. All right, so I, I have a feeling I'm going to be smiling. So go ahead and tell me how your week has been.
4: Sure, it was, it was great. Um, um, well, last week on the 20th, well, my uh, I think I... I told you that I took. It had to take a test. I
1: think yeah. I told
4: you about that. Yeah. Yes. Last Sunday, so, you
1: told us about that.
4: Yeah, the was a disc test, and I, I, I took it on Sunday at 11 a.m. at 11 minutes, 11:11, <laughs> 11, 11. <laughs> and I like that. I just working a number working there, and right. then I just. Waited and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna apply for more jobs because when I was interviewed for a job, they said they had two or three more people they were interviewing in a couple weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I said, okay, I'm just gonna, don't keep doing what I'm doing. So um, on Monday, I got a call about eleven thirty a.m. and they offered me the job. They said, hey, would you like to take the job? I said, okay, let's see the job offer. So I, so I took a peek at and I said, yeah, that. I agree with that, so I signed it, and then he sent me information on orientation, so last week I was doing orientation for, oh, yeah, for most of the week, <laughs> so I get to start tomorrow, tomorrow. Yay,
1: congratulations. Yay, Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Very happy for you, sweet man, very happy. Yeah, for you, that. You, I, you know, for anybody that's listening tonight that, that w- wants to work with Ho'oponopono to do certain things, listen to the last few shows. If you have not been listening because Jay has been sharing this journey of looking for a job and and it's been it's been a really amazing journey to share with you and I'm really happy that that you were able to accomplish what you did in less than the time period than I thought you would and and in such an empowering way. Ray, right. Can you share with us how you use the Ho'oponopono in all this?
4: Sure. Well, what it is, I spoke with you about a couple of shows ago or a couple of weeks ago on what to say for a statement for mm-hmm. uh, on going for a job. And then what it is, I downloaded the, the show and then uh, carefully went to the section where we talked about it and then I wrote out the statement. So what I did is I uh, put it into my... Um, word processing program, and I have it in front of me. So what I would do is actually you would <clears throat> I would apply for some jobs and then I'd go uh, say this uh, Honopono Statement four times. Mm-hmm. I have two of them. I'll just say them out there. So, uh, And it says, uh, to whatever memory is in me that limit the success of the online application on any and all levels that I atone for, of you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. So I'd say that four times.
3: Okay. And...
4: And then I would say another statement to whatever memories in me that limit from finding my absolute, you know, blank job. Um, mm-hmm. Put it on any on all levels that I tone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I say that four times. Okay. So that's I that would every day, every day right, um, that I would actually just wait or just put it out there. Right. So mm-hmm. um, keep clearing, you know, any obstacles that that would prevent me from finding a job and I was, uh, did that I did it I also did a um, gratitude statement <laughs> nice too. nice and that nice. was, was worked out really well I was talking to a person who manifests and uh, the person gave me some feedback on a manifesting statement so I did that too
1: excellent Lisa Marie I know you're still listening so please take note of how Jay has been doing this you can apply that to your to anything that you want, as well as an affirmative statement that basically languages what it is that your heart desires as if it already exists. No negatives. It's I, I am so happy and grateful that, that whatever it is that you want to happen, right, or you don't want to happen. And what I love about Ho'oponopono, which was such a great opportunity to share this with you, is it's not just appropriate for a problem although it's called the ancient hawaiian problem a hawaiian problem solving process it's not just to address problems it can also be used like jay used it to to clear a path to prevent problems you know to actually attract Mm -hmm. what it is or or remove any potential obstacles to what it is that you are choosing to manifest. So there are numerous applications to Ho'oponopono, and I'm so grateful for your success, Jay, and I wish you joy in this this new endeavor. I hope the people you work with are just as lovely as you are, that the work stimulates you, that it makes you happy, and it financially supports you in a good way.
4: Uh, Yes, I'm grateful for um, your time and uh, love that you put into each person that phones you from anywhere in the world. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm grateful for uh, your open-heartedness, especially this week, too. And may that your journey on grief be a graceful one, too.
1: Thank you, Jack. Thank
4: you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It's getting better, but it's been tough. And that's okay. You know, I am human, just like everybody else is. So the best thing I can do is what I invite everybody else to do, and that's make your most loving choices, right? Be as kind to yourself as I can. And, And I've done that as much as I can this week, so... And tomorrow will be a new day, and I will do the same thing again tomorrow. <laughs> so thank you, sweet man. I am so happy for you. Did you have any questions you wanted to ask tonight, or did you want to just share? What, what's your pleasure?
4: Um, I feel that what you're speaking about for a lot, I mean, this is a really great show to talk about grief. Um, there's all sorts of types of grief, not only death, but, you know, it could be like, a, like for example, loss of a job or yeah. you know, loss of a pet, things like that. And it could really mm-hmm. hit us hard because, like I said, it culminates with all those other feelings that we've lost to, into that that almost focused grief moment that we had recently, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it never leaves us. But also, you know, the, over time it diminishes in uh, emotional energy, that we actually uh, give it to, and uh, but we still, still, we still thinking about about that, and um, if things are on um, unresolved too, that can actually make uh, grief persist a bit longer too. So it
1: does, yeah. it does, and that's that for people that. Good, it's a good point, Jay. For people that do have unresolved issues with family members or friends that have transitioned to spirit, Ho'oponopono is one of the most wonderful tools to help to clear that pain and whatever it is that's unresolved. And anybody that needs support with that, I invite you to reach out to me and I will be happy to do a complimentary heart healer session with you if financially doing a private session is not possible. Thank you, Jay. That 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 is so true. And so important to mention when we talk about grieving and death and dying, I'm so grateful, thank you, sweet man. Thank you
4: you're welcome. I'm really grateful
1: for your time. All right, well, thank yeah. you. Hopefully, we will speak to you again really soon because I want to know how your job is going, okay yeah, well maybe
4: one or one or two weeks, we'll see what happens, but uh you know I'm really right. really looking forward to looking forward to meet to being there too so I'm-
1: Hold on a minute, Jay. I accidentally hit a button. Say
4: that oh, again, I'm please, really honey. I
1: accidentally hit a button. I'm no, it's so okay. Sorry. It's okay.
4: I'm really excited about this. And uh, <laughs> from the employer and my point of view, it's going to be really great. So it's going to be different different That's from true. my last job. So I'm just going to really uh, really be a part of, their, part of their team. So, yeah, thank you so Wonderful. much again for asking.
1: You're okay. welcome. They're lucky to have you. I look forward to I'll hearing it for about it, Jay. You take good care of yourself. Blessings, honey. You too. Thank you. All right. Okay, so our caller from 916, I'm going to take it that you do not want to ask a question. So we're going to go to our next caller who is calling from area code 509. You want to share with us your first name and where you're calling from?
3: Hi, I'm calling from Washington State.
1: And what's your first name, honey? Name is Erica. Hi, Erica. Good evening. How can we be of service to you tonight?
3: Hi. Um. I just wanted to ask a question, but I'm um, listening to the conversation. I'm totally going to practice. Um, and implement some of those. Um, statements. I think, please do. Please, please, please do. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Um. Yes. Um. I just wanted to know if you see anything positive coming my way. Um. I'm gonna be getting ready to start job searching. I actually could start working if I wanted, like as soon as tomorrow, because I got my um substitute teacher license. But I thought I would like to work from home, and um. So, I don't know. So whatever you see, that's a positive. Um. I would okay. Use it. That has to do
1: with your professional, your professional life?
3: Is that Uh, what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything really. Um, I applied for a program um, for like assistance and I'm hoping that it goes through. And so I don't know, whatever you pick up is fine. Okay.
1: All right. So just kind of connect in with your heart for me and just breathe at whatever pace and depth feels good to you. Just focus on your heart center. It's so funny. There's like a a mixed feeling that I get from you that there's a little angst in your heart, a little fear, but there's also a lot of excitement about about this new this new beginning that you're creating. I'm I'm going to invite you to really work on getting rid of the fear part of it. And, and let that excitement really kind of blossom and expand because that's going to carry you like on a wave, like a surfer on a wave that will help you to bring to you exactly what you want. This is a really amazing time for you, Erica. I want to say I don't have anything negative to share with you. There There is, when we speak about your professional life, this is like the beginning of, of this extraordinary. Ordinary journey. And I want to say that it's that it's like up the side of a, of a mountain, but it's not a big one. It's more like a really big hill. And it's not that it's an ardu- arduous path. It's, it's like this, this journey that takes you on winding roads that's going to bring you all sorts of different experiences and through different people that you are connected to in this profession of yours. You have an extraordinary heart. You have the ability to be so loving that whoever you connect with is going to feel that. And they're going to be blessed by that even before you teach them anything. Because who you're being in the experience of teaching is so much more important than what you're teaching, actually. Does that make sense mm-hmm.
2: to you?
3: Yes, and I mean, I just got the license just because it's a job. But I really, I mean, I, I really don't have any interest there at all. I'd rather be doing something else. But you know, it just will bring income. Which is really why I'm doing it. Well, I want to say
1: to you, whether you choose to teach formally or not, whether you choose to do it for money or not who you're being in it is more important than what you're teaching. And you take that Mm. skill with you in whatever you choose to do. So if your path changes, that's okay. Keep remembering the gifts you, you possess, the loving presence that you bring to a relationship, whatever it is, are, are, this is, this is like your superhuman power. And you carry that with you no matter what you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, I really don't see it taking long at all for you finding actually what you want. And teaching from home is a possibility. It may take you a little bit longer to get the teaching from home piece for it. Because so many people are, are wanting teachers to be in person but there are still positions available. You just have to find what it is. Do the Ho'oponopono if it speaks to you to clear any path, anything from the path of you finding what that ideal position is. And if you were listening mm-hmm. when Jay was talking, then you have on the, mm-hmm. on the replay the cleaning statements that you might consider using that he used to help him mm-hmm. with his job hunt. You know, so something, something to think about. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's who you're being. And I keep wanting to say that mm-hmm. to you. I know I've said it, what, three times? But I, I want to impress <laughs> that upon you because it's important for you to realize that.
2: Okay. okay.
3: Yeah, that totally makes sense.
1: I'm very grateful. I wish you huge success with this. Have fun with the process. Play with the Ho'oponopono if it speaks to you. And come back and visit us and let us know how you did.
3: Okay? Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you so much, and I really enjoyed speaking with you.
1: All right, honey, you're welcome. Blessings. Bye-bye now. All right. Our next caller is calling from area code Seven seven three. Give me just one second, and we'll bring you into the studio. All righty then. Welcome to the studio. Area code seven seven three. Would you share with us your first name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, hi. My name is Jo Ellen. Um I'm okay. calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. All right, Miss Jo Ellen. Hold on one second. All right, and how can we be of service to you tonight? Oh, thank you so much. Um You're welcome.
5: I, I uh I'm also a teacher. <laughs> um, okay. And yeah, I've been pursuit, pursuing a new direction also What I wanted to talk to you though is I just got back from um dinner with my family and mm-hmm. I I uh, my my sister's I get kind of emotional about this. Sorry. It's okay. My family, you know, everybody has a family and I kind of, well, I don't. And I don't, you know, I'm not looking backwards, but I do think about, you know, what did I do? And, you know, am I, is there hope for me? Is there something for me? Is to, am I going to be belonging to anybody or being with someone?
1: Are are we talking about a relationship with a partner or family relationships? Because you started to say you came back well, from dinner family, with your family yeah. and started to they say something have these about your sister.
5: Families. Pardon? No, they all have these wonderful families, and and you know th- they're inside jokes and. You know and there I am. You know. Okay. On the outside. Okay. And what did you mean about your sister? No, I was at dinner at my sister's house and and you know, there's everybody right there with with all their families and
1: Okay. Okay. And and you are single and feeling separate from your family? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just breathe into your heart for me, honey. We all create a journey that is designed to bring us home into our hearts with ourselves first. When we feel separate from, when we feel apart from, It's a mirror, honey, that's basically saying that you feel separate from you, apart from you, from your love, in your relationship with you. I know that may seem simplistic, but it's anything but. Our sole purpose for being here is to remember how to be loving with ourselves first. So when we find that we're feeling like we're on the outside, that we're not connected or connecting to our families, to the people that are in our lives, it means that you're disconnected from you as well. And it's nothing that you've done wrong. It's just how the journey is being created with you. And so...
5: One thing that I, don't I can know invite. How to
1: fix it. Well, there's there's two things that I can invite you to consider doing. One is to start the connection to your heart, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. It is the place where your love emanates from. It's the place where you receive love into. We're all being asked. To live from this place of connection so there's a wonderful um, there are two breaths that are really wonderful that activate or expand the heart and you can read or even watch videos about the heart, the quick coherence technique on heartmath h-e-a-r-t-m-a-t-h dot org If you type in in the search bar when that website comes up, quick coherence technique, there will be a video there for you to watch. It takes one to two minutes. It's literally just focusing your breath as if you're breathing into and out of this heart center or the middle of your chest and not focusing on anything else. Focusing on your breath, feeling the coolness of the air as you breathe in, feeling the warmth of it as you breathe out, and just imagining your breath coming into and out of your heart center. And as you do that, you'll notice that you start feeling more calm, that your heart rate starts slowing down, that you feel more relaxed. When we breathe into and out of our hearts we're activating the vibration of love which is the highest vibration that exists in our universes. And it has this most amazing ability to bring all of our organ systems into harmonic balance. Our brains can't do that but our hearts can. And so if you spend time breathing into and out of your heart center first thing in the morning before you go to bed at night as often as you think of it you will begin to feel more connected to you and but what as you if begin
5: I to do that all the time already
1: then i practice that then consider i'm a yoga teacher And I keep, no, that doesn't mean that you've done it in the way that you need it. No judgment. It just means that keep doing it. Keep focusing on it. And you can even add to it a ho'oponopono phrase, right, to whatever memories are in me. That limit my connected to my heart on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. I love you. I love you. As you do your yoga and you breathe into your heart, I love you. 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 Just think it or say it or thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever you feel inspired to say. Because each time you do, you will be asking Divine Creator to transmute whatever the memories are that are replaying, that are preventing you from feeling that connection. There's nothing wrong with you. And you've not done anything wrong. It's just how you're learning this. That's all. So be loving with yourself while you go through it, please. Make sense? Good. The The fact that you're a yoga instructor and you know how to breathe is such an advantage. Just keep doing it. Keep grounding. Keep expanding that heart energy. But for no other reason than just for you, with you. I just kind of feel hopeless because when
5: I ask when i've asked different people no one i don't get any answers like you gave the last girl like oh things are great and just keep doing what you're doing instead it's like oh you got to do this work and i don't feel like there's any hope along the way because it's like i feel like i feel like what people are telling me is girl you mess And you've got a lot of work to
1: do before I can even give you a future reading. (laughs) And I so honor that that's what it feels like to you. And, and I want to say to you that that's not what I'm saying to you at all, but I'm going to honor that. That's what it feels like to you. That's what you're hearing. What I'm saying to you is you have an extraordinary gift already being a yoga person that you already know how to do this. Add the Ho'oponopono to it. Give it some time and see how it feels. Do you have any awareness that where you are in your personal journey is where 90-some percent of the people out there are at? Everybody's struggling with this on some level. Trust me. I struggle with this on some level from time to time. I'm coming off a week of grieving the death of a friend. Do you think I'm in my heart all the time with me and feeling peaceful? I'm not. I'm in grief. I'm doing the best that I can. And the truth is, that's what it's like to be human. It's never 100% perfect for anybody. And if they tell you it is, Excuse my French, it's bullshit. Because everybody's got something that they're deal- dealing with, Joellen, whether they I want to cop to it to or not. I need to know that there's
5: something out there for me, though. Instead of exercises, I need mean to know, is there something? Is there something? I'll do the exercises. I just don't want to be alone.
1: I just so don't want to be that's alone. That's a very different question than what you asked. So what you're asking is, is my divine romantic partner out there for me? Is that what you're asking me? Yes. Because because what I really heard you asking was, why am I feeling disconnected? Okay. But I kind of feel like they're one
5: and the same. It's like I don't.
2: Why haven't I, I connected
5: to anyone?
1: And why am I not I
5: connecting
1: with my family? You know, I, mean, I get it. I get love it. for my
5: family is also love for another.
1: I just feel but like love, but love for self has to come first. Love for self has to come first. And our biological families are often the tool through which we get to see that we are not okay with who we are. Trust me, you're not alone in this. But to get is to your question. Is there any hope? I need to hear something. Oh, is something there any hope? hope? Of course there's hope. Of course there's hope. There's hope for everyone.
5: Nothing no, is written. I don't in need stone. to know. I need to know that there's hope for me.
1: I I, I hear you. I know there's hope I for everybody. Hear you. I but hear
5: I, you. I feel like I've been asking and asking all these different people and nobody's given me a straight answer and I feel like okay, everyone's diverting
2: because no, they're, they're not. afraid
1: to tell me the truth. Oh, I, I never tell people anything but what I'm receiving. I don't bullshit with anybody, Joellen. I, I don't. And, and so that's why I say to people, don't ever ask a question you don't want an answer to. So let's ask the question. So what can I bring in for Joellen that will help her to um, have clarity on, on the timing of bringing in a divine or romantic partner? Okay. And Akashic Records is less is less specific than a typical psychic reading. There are many psychics that are really good at saying June 5, 2024 type of a thing. I'm, that's not how I read. and so I just need that, to know that there's something down the I know. Somewhere. I understand.
5: I understand it what you're asking. It doesn't matter at you know? I, I just understand want to feel what like, like you're I'm asking.
1: connected. I do. Yeah. I understand. Hold on. Okay, so oftentimes when I ask that question, there is an energy that shows up and the distance from which it's shown to me, to you, gives me an idea of timing. And what I want to say to you is that I don't sense anything for right now, but I do not feel compelled to say to you, you're never having a partnership. Okay, what I can say to you is, though, that right now, there's nothing in, in the works, there's nothing close to you that says to me, oh, I can tell her that in six months, don't be surprised if somebody shows up, and it's going to be this, and it's going to be th-. I'm just not getting that, but that doesn't mean that it's not available to you. And so please Know that there's a huge difference between Joellen, you're destined to be alone, get used to it, versus there's something coming, but I can't tell you when, it's just not in the near future. Do, do you understand the difference, and can you understand what I just said to you? I understand. Okay, and I'm not saying that just to make you feel better. Do the work, please, for yourself. Have it be part of your loving relationship with you that you choose to have. And keep doing cleaning statements that say to whatever memories are in me that limit me from finding my ideal divine romantic partner on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Or just I love you repeatedly or thank you repeatedly. And just keep holding on to that. And work on your relationship with yourself in a loving way. Okay? Thank you. You are worthy and welcome. I'm surrounding you with lots of love. Truly I am. Okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Joellen. Have a good rest of your evening. Blessings, honey. All right. We want to say thank you to everyone who called in tonight. And I'm just so grateful. Jay, thanks so much for sharing your stories tonight. And I'm so grateful for everyone that has called in. Joellen, hang in there. You are not alone in this journey. So let's take a, a moment and just breathe into our hearts before we complete our time together tonight. Just take a moment, relax your belly muscles and cross your ankles and knees and just imagine your breath is going into and out of your heart center. And as you do Think of something joyful or a moment in time of gratitude or satisfaction, something that feels good to you. And as you connect with whatever that is, kind of breathe it into your heart center as you connect with it, with all of your senses, as if you're experiencing it all over again in this moment. And then just connect with the emotion of it, the joy of it. And breathe that into your heart center. And just notice how it feels as you breathe into and out of that beautiful heart of yours where your love emanates from and where you receive love into, trusting and knowing that every experience that you have is designed for you to remember how to do just that, be loving with you first, and one more nice, deep, slow breath, Wonderful. All right. Thank you, everyone. Hopefully, join us next Sunday and Rosemarie, our resident astrologer, will be joining us. We're going to talk about the upcoming eclipse season. And then Rosemary and I will be offering readings live on air. We always have so much fun when we do that together. So join us and join the fun, shall we say. All right. So next Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. Until then, I am surrounding you with So much love, blessings of love and gratitude, and have a wonderful rest of your evening. Good night, everyone. Thank you.
0: to financial abundance, to joy-filled service. Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.